Fast. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films. <laughs> uh, Do they not sell tang anymore? Well, I, I just haven't had it in a long time, and yeah. sipping on this sun-kissed, it's like, <laughs> dang, I need, I want to... I, I don't remember Tang, tang. man. I, rem- I remember... The astronauts took it to the yeah, moon. Yeah, I know that. And I remember I must have had it a couple times, but we were talking about one of the old nostalgic things. Do you remember Gatorade gum? I loved oh, Gatorade gum. I did for the first 10 minutes. Oh, it lost yeah. its flavor like Fruit Stripe gum, oh, man. God. Like super quick. Then it was just like... It was nothing. Chewing on just rubber. Yeah, but those like, first 10 minutes of Gatorade gum yeah, were glorious. The red were my favorite. This is how every movie podcast should start. <laughs> <laughs> so how you been, man? Good, man. Uh, you know, life Anything is good. Anything uh, new and exciting? Exciting and new. <laughs> no, we're just plugging away at the business yeah. and uh, nice. going good. Have you been physically to the movies recently? When's the last physical movie you went and saw? Strays. Okay. Yeah. I can't even remember mine. Yeah. Yeah, mine was a horror movie probably last year. Probably Barbarian. Yeah, mine I know might have you been saw Barbarian. Bar- I saw Barbarian, I, I saw Smile, and then uh, there was one other one I saw. But man, I have not gone in so long. But I told Dave, the one thing that's going to get me to go, it's in March. What's that? That Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. My God, man, I have to see that. That second trailer, did you watch that second trailer? I haven't seen it. You sent it to me, oh, and I haven't had a chance to watch it's it It's so yet. good, man. See, that's the thing, Bill though. Murray, though, I don't think they would ruin anything in it for but you, too. But that's the thing, though. I already know I want to see it. Okay. I saw the first trailer, and you know me. Well, dude. then I can rest assured to you that... Bill Murray. You can is, tell me about. No, it. well, Bill Murray is bringing Bill Murray. Oh, it, good. They show him in like four scenes in the trailer, and he's funny. Yeah, he's like he's like Peter Beckman in it. There's a moment where he's uh, uh, opens the firehouse door, and Janine. A lot of it was inspired apparently from the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters oh, nice. cartoon. Yeah. So a lot of it, the Slimer stuff in it, but specifically the Janine stuff, because remember Janine used to fight with him a lot of times. She used to put on oh, a suit in the, uh, and, and in the, the cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. She used to go out there and shoot shit with yeah. him and everything. So there's a great moment in the trailer where Bill Murray comes into the firehouse door and he sees Janine there all suited up. He's like, oh my God, look at Janine, all suited up and ready to go. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah, it, it just looks awesome. There's a great scene in it where they show the library ghost again coming for Dan Aykroyd. And Dan Aykroyd's doing that face again as oh, it's coming nice. close to yeah. him and everything. You're like, oh man, these guys finally look like they had fun with this shit. I saw something where he said that he had seen an idea um, about, like, I guess after this one, if they were going to do another one, um, somebody pitched an idea to him about doing one in Scotland. Interesting. And he thought it was a really good idea because of the... Yeah, yeah, um, because of the lore there and everything, but also, like, he's like, that would make it Ghostbusters International, (sighs) and we could go... All over the world, you know. This what I mean? could have been a franchise or a it multiverse a long time ago. They yeah. could have done this ten years ago, and they fucked up with the. And, and I don't think the Melissa McCarthy one's bad. It's just no. not. It's not on the level of what this is or this could be. You they totally tried. could do. Uh, I thought it was pretty good, stuff. but they. It's never going to be still that. one of my favorite lines, and I think I mentioned in the last pod. But um, my favorite line from the uh, from the trailer is where Paul Rudd says to Carrie Coon, he's, he says, "I'm going to have to admit it." Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> and uh, I I was telling Dave this. I, I don't know if I did it off the pot or on the pot, but I'll, I'll say it again in case you didn't listen to the last pot. The, uh, my wife didn't know what that line was. She's like, she had no clue. She didn't realize that there was a Ray Parker Ghostbusters song that was like a video that they played on the radio. She just thought it was for the movie. Huh. And oh, she maybe ju- I didn't realize that either. And she just heard the 30 seconds of Ghostbusters. Oh. Uh, you know, the Ghostbusters yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
pull up the video or I'll send it to you later on. It's one of the most interesting things because they show cameos from like 10 or 12 celebrities of the time at yeah. the end looking at the camera going, Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's very strange. But uh, only one li- only one time in the uh, music video, though, does he use the line, Bustin makes me feel good. Oh, that's uh, awesome. By Ray Parker Jr., man. Love it. Um, yeah. Uh, the one I'm still looking forward to is that Civil War movie. Um, which one's that? It's it's called Civil War. It's actually about the Civil War. No, I was like, man, um, Dave just jump on this pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this uh, this. Let's see who's in it. It's uh, you would think they wouldn't call something Civil War after the Marvel movie. No, uh, this is about a civil war in our country. Oh, okay. Like you know. It, oh, so it, they're it's like a modern it's like a suspense day, modern day. Kind it's of. from the writer of Twenty Eight Days Later, Ex Machina. Oh, I won't say because oh, it's, it's one of my movies. Um, I, I know that. It's Alex, Garland. Alex, Alex Garland. Garland. Yeah, yeah, Alex Garland, man. Um, and, dude, it looks amazing. Alex Garland is talking about 28 weeks later right now. 28, oh, 28 years. years. That's yeah. what it is. I, I saw it was confirmed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Killian had mentioned that he was talking about being a part of it. He said that, I think he said he was all for it, so... Have you seen anything in the last couple of weeks since we uh, talked last? Anything I interesting? saw two thirds of Oppenheimer. Yeah, what did you think <laughs> of the first two thirds? It was really good. Um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Man, yeah. I, what I like about that is it, it's uh, it's unlike Robert Downey Jr. And that was always my problem with Robert Downey Jr. is when you got Robert Downey Jr., you got Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And I don't want Robert Downey Jr. I want him acting. I want him playing somebody else. He's, and in this movie, he is really fucking good. Yeah. And I even, I was telling my mom yesterday, I talked to her on the phone because she had just watched Killers of the Flower Moon too, uh, and she loved it. Mm-hmm. And I said, De Niro, man, De Niro was so fucking good in that movie. It I He is under everyone's radar of how great he is. He's probably one of the, he is, his villain in that movie is as villainous as like Jimmy Conway from Goodfellas. Really? He's just, instead of like overtly kicking people in the head and shit like that, Mm -hmm. he's, he's just doing it with a smile. And then when he's not on fucking camera, he's selling you down the river or he's killing, he's murdering you, man. Oh, wow. And he is lethal in that uh, thing. But I, uh, but he's up in the, uh, he's up for the Oscar, um, Against, um, who was Killian Murphy. Killian, Mur- uh, no, not Killian Murphy. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, okay. and I don't think I think Robert Downey Jr. is going to win it. Oh yeah, he already won the Golden Globe and everything. Uh, you should watch Killers of the Flower Moon, especially at home where you can take breaks on it and everything. Yeah, my girl well, really wants on, to see it. It's on Apple TV Plus, and this is what I did. Uh, I just paid for it for the month. There's no contract. You pay ten bucks. And then you, uh, and they send you an email, and right away you can cancel it, and that your subscription will continue for the thirty days. Oh, that's good. So I just canceled. it. I ordered it, then canceled it right away, and now I've got it for thirty days until February fifteenth. Nice. Uh, and what I did is I watched Killers of the Flower Moon, but the Godzilla series is on oh, there. Yeah. The one with Kurt Russell and his son. Uh, Kurt Russell's the older uh, oh, in oh, the present, yeah, yeah, and his yeah, son's yeah. in the past, yeah. and everything phenomenal, dude. My girl even watched it with me. She oh, loved yeah. it. But I'll tell you what I did watch, and uh, you should be watching this. Everyone listening, and this isn't a movie, but it's it, it's close to how great of a movie is. Is that the Last of Us series? We watched on HBO. that. Did you? Yeah, man, dude. Episode. I cannot. I'm gonna try to talk about episode three without crying. It's very is that, weird. Is that the mall? No, the the two gay guys. The relationship between. Uh, oh uh, yeah. It. It makes me so sad. Yeah, I cannot. If I if I was an actor, yeah, I would use. 
I can't think about a single scene for that movie without choking up. I'm already choking up. Yeah. So I'm going to try to make it through it. Uh, I don't know what it is that that episode makes me so emotional more than anything I've ever seen before. I'm not sure I'll ever be able to watch it again. And yeah. I loved it so much. It was probably one of the most beautiful episodes I've ever seen on film. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so fucking touching. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Did he, do it. he won the Golden Globe. He won that, the Golden Globe yeah. for it. And, uh, his the other guy was up for it too. Was he? He had already won the Golden Globe for that's the guy from White Lotus, the first season mm, of White Lotus, and he was really that. good. But man, the telling of that story, well, the series in general was amazing. Yeah. And then they had like three insanely great episodes. Like I said, that episode three is best thing I've ever seen. And yeah, I, I can't even say any more about it. I like the one uh, with the mall episode. The too. mall episode, she won also the oh, did Emmy. She? Uh, or it was the Golden Globe. I think it was the Golden Globe. Yeah. The uh the her girlfriend yeah uh she won it and you know who else was nominated for going globes and it was the third amazing episode in that series was with the deaf kid oh, I'm not the two black that. brothers and one of them was deaf and signing to him oh yeah uh so both of them were nominated the oh, kid wow, that's and awesome. the uh the teenage brother were both yeah. nominated so the whole uh i think the category was just filled with like uh people from the last of us uh, yeah well i'm I, it came out a year ago so everyone was watching i actually silenced it on my twitter because i knew i was going to eventually watch it and people were talking about it constantly yeah so i went into it i knew it was based on a video game but i had never played the video i game. hadn't either uh, i'd never even seen it and uh not only did i love it my uh wife loves it yeah she loved it and we were afraid because she's not a big walking dead fan and i was like we should start this and by the first episode she was already kind of this seems like The Walking Dead to me. I don't yeah. know about this. By but the second episode, she was uh, floored by it. Third episode, we were like broken yeah. and that we had to like fucking finish this series. I'm I, looking forward to season two. Uh, uh, Catherine uh, O'Hara just got uh, cast in season two. Oh, really? Yep. So nice. Right after Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah. We'll be able to see her. That's awesome. Do The Last yeah. of Us season two. When is uh, when is that one coming out? Uh, October. Yep. Okay. It's coming so up this year. 20, this year. Yep. Nice. And they would never in a million years name it Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice without having a third one planned for Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah, that would be... That's obviously what... Well, it has to go well, though. Uh, Oh, I think they're going to make them together, though. I think that's already set that there's going to be a third one. I think they might be filming them very close at the same time. I know they wrapped the second one, but I don't know if I had mentioned to you that uh, they're filming it up north, so a lot of my cousin's uh, acquaintances are actually on the set. And, oh really? Uh, and had worked uh, as grips on it, or did different like uh, PA jobs. That's awesome. And had like just little minor stories, and they said, "Oh, it looks good, it looks great." So we'll see. I'm pulling for it. Did you hear that? Uh, I was trying to. I saw something the other day that's. It, I was going to say like, dude, whatever movie this is, I it's going to come out in 2025, and now I can't even remember it. So <laughs> remind me in eight months. Um, did you see that they're going to do a Fantastic Four? Um, uh, yeah, well, they keep keep talking about it. I mean, it's... I, I don't think... There hasn't yet been a confirmed casting in it. There's been so many rumors. There probably has been 20 or 30 rumors for each character uh, on it. The last one I heard was... Uh, I haven't seen The Bear. Have you seen it, the series? The cooking series on Hulu? People no. love it. Really? Uh, yeah, it's like... It's a very stressful... People compare it to Uncut Gems. It's like that in a kitchen. Huh. Uh, setting and people love that it. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. but people love it. Well, one of the main guys from that, uh, who's very popular now, he was also in the Andor series, uh, might be cast as the thing. That that was the last thing I had heard. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm 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 definitely that would be the one thing to get me to go 
to see another Marvel movie in the theater would be Fantastic Four because mm-hmm. I always loved Fantastic Four. So we'll see. Yeah. <sighs> I got a couple Marvel people in today's movies, but they are not Marvel movies. Yeah, so. there you go. Let's get it going. What do you have? I have no clue what you're doing, and you have no clue what I'm doing. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. All right. So this one um, I just rewatched today. This one I'm pretty sure you haven't seen, and for years I've been like, dude, you need to see this movie. I'll put it on my list now. It's top of my list. Uh, This came out in 2007, and it's Shooter with... Mark Wahlberg. It's weird I own it. I haven't seen it. It's yeah. in my stack. So now I'll put it at the top of the list. So I watched it today. and I also have a Mark Wahlberg movie. I'll do mine next. All right. <laughs> um, I watched it today. And I mean... To it's hold a, up? It, it's all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I should have watched was, it the dude, first time you talked I was, about it. I was so excited to like be like, all right, I haven't seen this movie in forever, and I love this movie. And like, Movies uh, sometimes yeah, don't age is just dude, quite as well. But It's just, there's, there's just, so it's a conspiracy theory type yeah. movie, like an assassination conspiracy mm-hmm. theory. And it is just like, textbook yeah, you know like yeah. this is what needs to happen these people need to do this they have to have the threat of this yeah. this guy needs to get free and get revenge we have to have a girl in there somewhere <laughs> you know what i mean like it's so what is it formulaic you know yeah, yeah, the, yeah. but in 2007 i didn't realize that you know yeah and i can deal with formulaic as long as the acting is real well isn't danny glover in this danny glover's yeah. in it michael pena's in it um ned Beatty's in it uh elias, that's gotta be one of ned Beatty's last films it might have been um elias codius is in it i love him um, i know me too and he plays that like kind of shady psychopath, yeah. psychopath. Um, it's weird where he suddenly went that one at one moment he's casey jones and teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah and the next he's like this creepy motherfucker that's yeah. just slinking around like in shutter island he was fucking creepy yeah. at pupil he was creepy i think he just corners the market on creepy yeah now. he's just kind of always well he was in that uh he was great as the cop in uh uh let me in remember the vampire one with the girl yeah Living i only saw that once oh man it was good a while ago man, you should watch a swedish version of that. that that's one of those movies where the foreign and the domestic were equally as good people well, cannot decide which one's better that's how close they are yeah um so yeah dude i mean i this this movie has one of my solo favorite scenes nice. of all time nice yet, dude um, so basically this is funny cause he's got three names. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Wahlberg is Bob Lee swagger. Um, and he's like a top Marine, you know, sniper, mm-hmm. like can shoot a target from a literal mile yeah. away and, you know, just incredible. He's so, rigs basically. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, better, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and beginning of the movie, he's like, on assignment and he's got his spotter there and they're taking out some targets Mm -hmm. and they come under fire and his spotter dies. Spoiler alert. It's 10 minutes into Mm -hmm. the movie. Um, and they literally just fast forward three years. Um, you, you honestly don't even really know if he got out of there or not. The screen just goes dark and it's like 36 months later. And I'm (laughs) like, okay, I guess he got out of there. Um, you know, and it's very kind of, um, Rambo esque. Mm -hmm. So Danny Glover, Elias Codius, and, um, I forget who the third guy is. I don't see him here. Um, you know, come and they have an assignment that they, they, they need him to come back, you know? And the assignment is that, somebody's going to assassinate the president at one of his next three appearances. And 
They believe it's going to be a long distance shot and there's only, you know, a couple of people in the world that can, you know, that can actually do this and they need him to plan it for them. So like they would know where to look Mm -hmm. if this guy shows up and, you know, at first he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then, of course, he feels bad and he's like, I have to save my country Uh. and turns out. They set him up. Set up, bro. And they shoot like what he thinks is the vice president, but they didn't shoot the vice president. Again, this is not spoiler alert. This is just a direct story. Um, he thinks at first that it's the vice president. Instead, it's like this ambassador from another country, you know. Um, and Danny Glover and Elias Codius and, you know, a, a couple other people, um, including Ned Beatty, mm-hmm. like set him up for this assassination attempt, but he gets away. And he tells Mike Pena, who's this like rookie FBI agent, like, hey, this was a setup. I didn't kill the president. And he like kicks his ass and then handcuffs him and runs off, mm-hmm. you know. And so it then just becomes like a conspiracy because, you know, somebody killed this guy and you don't really know who. But, you know, Danny Glover was involved and, it, you know, Michael Pena's kind of on his side. Yeah, Michael Pena's his his boy after a little while. He's the only one that Sounds believed like a him. weird casting for him, man. It's not bad. Yeah. You know, it's pretty good. It's interesting. I looked it up because Antoine Fuqua was the director of this. And my only guess is that Denzel Washington was not available to play the Mark Wahlberg character. Could have been. Because he is in every Antoine Fuqua movie. Yeah. Training Day, Equalizer, uh, Magnificent Seven, all the Antoine Fuqua movies yeah. have one thing in common, and it's Denzel Washington. Yeah. So it's weird. I'm wondering if he was too busy with something. They were like, let's get that Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He, or, I mean, or he could have been like Danny Glover. Yeah. You know, that would have been. Yeah. Really if Danny cool. Glover was young, though, he, they would have probably cast him. Well, I mean, because Danny Glover was the, was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Denzel as a bad guy. Yeah, we don't get to see it much. When 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 did we training ever... day? He was evil. Yeah, that yeah, day. that's true. <clears throat> I mean, you don't openly think of him as a bad guy in that, but when you really yeah, think it, about the yeah, movie, yeah. you're like, oh yeah, he's evil as shit. In yeah, that movie. that's true. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but um, not many. Oh, I guess the gangster one too, American Gangster. I yeah, mean, he's but kind of he's a like the. He's but we like, root for gangsters. Yeah, in I this mean, country, he's he's like the anti-hero in that movie. He is, you, which you know. is weird that gangsters to like the average moviegoer are the people you're rooting for yeah well when he when he shoots uh uh Edris Elba on the fucking street and shit like it's that my favorite scene <laughs> you're you're like oh this so that's this kind of thing now yeah yeah that was my favorite scene uh so yeah overall you uh oh so let me tell you about my favorite yeah, scene yeah, in this oh, movie. yeah 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 so you know he's on the run he th- Everyone's after him because he apparently it's basically you know, like the fugitive at this point. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, and he gets into the mountains. Him and Jose Pena, or I mean Michael Pena, um, they get to this mountains and they're like coming up to this guy's house, and he's like, you know, he says, "Listen, mind your manners around this guy." He knew we were coming three miles away, so like, you mm-hmm. know, be good. And they go in, and it's this old country like conspiracy looking dude you know and they're coming to him for questions who is it do you know uh, who the um, let me see if his name's on here because he sounds like this sounds like perfect for like a great older character actor um, i mean this could have been ned Beatty. you could have given him a fucking beard and just had him fucking no this guy crazy. was like an old country guy um let me see i he's worth mentioning yeah um i have it pulled up here too let me, yeah see if you can find it but they start talking to him about like bullets and how they can, you know. Oh, Kate Mara's in this too. I love Kate Mara. Oh yeah, which one's she? Uh, she plays Sarah Fenn. 
Is that his? Wife? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's that's his uh, buddies that get. It's his spotters girl. Tate Donovan's in this. I like Tate Donovan. Yeah, this this movie was packed with some good people. It's it's good. You know yeah. what I mean. But there's just some kind of like just hold your expectations. Yeah, to, there's like, just some kind of like get in the early two thousands mindset. Yeah, <laughs> and and also just realize like no offense to Kate Mara. You can fast forward through every portion of that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's just a love interest at some point, you know. Um, but man. Uh, yeah, was, I don't know anyone who would, unless we knew his name. I, I think, think it's Levin Helm. Levon Helm. Yeah, it's this old guy right here. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, let me look up Levon. He's Helm. like this old, like, gun and ammo, you know, it, conspiracy like he must be some kind of a, a spook you know that's retired and because they're asking him like how do you know that this is a you know a, a conspiracy or whatever and he mm-hmm. basically says like he helped bury the guys on the grassy knoll and he's like i still got the shovel you know what i mean <laughs> um but he, he goes that deep yeah so he like checks both of their hands and i guess he's looking for some kind of marking on the palms mm. of his hands and like he feels Mark Wahlberg's hand and knows like that he's this, you know, shooter that is pro- that they're looking for. And dude, it's just such a cool scene. Like, and he plays it so well, his voice and like his accent. I'm going to show it to you off pod. He's, it's really good. He's a huge position. This guy yeah. in real life, like played with Johnny cash and uh, L- little Richard and shit like that. And I'm wondering if he was at a band that fucking, uh, that I know that I don't even reason. Uh, he was in Bob Dylan's band. Really? He was at fucking Woodstock, this guy. That's crazy. This guy had a whole fucking life before he came and uh, started acting. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope that's him. I don't know. He looks he looks just like him, but... Yeah, he looks like he could have been at Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, but... Uh, All four days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe never left. Um, but yeah, dude, Shooter, it's, it's a good movie. It's You know, I enjoyed it a lot when yeah, I was Yeah, I thought I would enjoy it. That's why I just bought it. So yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check it out because I've come close to watching it a couple times. There's some cool gun shit yeah. in there. There's some cool explosions. Yeah, and I there's, like that type of stuff. There's a conspiracy theory that weaves its way through uh-huh. that's really interesting. But as you're watching it, you're going to go, God, this is really Hollywood formula. And I don't know? mind Mark Wahlberg. I like Mark Wahlberg when he's cast well. You mm-hmm. know, And he's not always cast well. I mean, that fucking, uh, what do you call that, uh, the happening? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he's like the the... Oh, uh, what was he? He was like a chemist or something like that. And I was like, come on, dudes. Yeah, chemistry no. teacher or yeah. something. What's like, going on with the bees? <laughs> where, we- where are the bees? <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, like there's one uh, line There's one line in it that literally just was like, I was like, really? So at one point, uh, Michael Pena is like, so what are you going to do? And he's like, oh, I'm going to go after everybody. They killed my dog. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, bro, no, man. No, man. Not the John Wick, Uh, you know? The two best things I like uh, Mark Wahlberg probably has been in is Boogie Nights and uh, The Departed. Oh, dude, I love him in Fear. Oh, Fear was another good one. He was young in that movie, man. Watch him in Fear, people. He was was crazy. It was uh, almost too crazy at the end there. (laughs) It was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, And you forget how many good people are in that movie. I watched it somewhat recently. Uh, but I, like I said, I have a Mark Wahlberg movie myself, and it was something available. I can't remember if it was. I think it was on Amazon Prime, and I had just gone by it, and I heard one of 
the guys on the podcast I used to listen to talk about it and said that he actually thoroughly enjoyed it. And I saw it and I was like, yeah, I kind of want an adventure movie. I had just got done watching, uh, on, I was on Pluto TV and I put Raiders of the Lost Ark on and I caught the episode where they're getting thrown into the snake pit and I was like, oh, uh, now I got to just continue watching it. I watched it all through the arc sequence all the way to the ending. And so I was in for an adventure movie. So I picked, is it, let me check the uh, year so I get that uh, right here. I think it's 2022. Yes. 2022's Uncharted. Is that- Do you know what that is with Tom Holland? That's the uh, Spider-Man kid. Yeah, that's the. It's based after. It's based on the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to. Yeah. I can't remember if I've seen that or not. Uh, twenty twenty-two. So it didn't come out too long ago, and it's the. I I didn't know anything about the video game, but apparently the video game's fun as shit. I loved uh, the one that I played for PS three back in yeah. the day. I think it was number two. But yeah, it I think was his a name was fun. Nathan something. It, it the movie has a. It's kind of a blend of Indiana Jones meets National Treasure. It has both those vibes going yeah. on and everything. So he is... And Tomb Hunter or Tomb yeah, Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider is yeah. another uh, one that's exactly like it, too. Uh, so it's just this really fun over-the-top, for sure. The action is, like, crazy. Like, it starts with him, like, falling from the sky on this, like, uh, string of uh, bags that are coming off this cargo plane. Yeah. And he's just, like, hanging off it without a parachute. Damn, I want to play it, this game now. Uh, and he just wakes up, and he doesn't know how he got there, and it brings you back a little bit. But it goes all the way back to his youth, too, where he, uh, his brother and him were in kind of an orphanage together, and his brother got in trouble for doing something. He, his brother slipped out the window and said, I'll see you again. He never saw him again. So he's yeah. been looking for his brother the, uh, for forever. But he's like a sleight of hand artist type of thing. But they showed his brother help him break into a place and show him, teach him about like uh, Magellan's treasure and everything. So he he had the treasure hunting and kind of sleight of hand skills. He's a cat burglar. Uh, he's a, kind of like a little cat burglar type of thing. But he's uh, what happens is he. Um, Starts working as a bartender. And they show him as a bartender, and he's good as shit at it and impressing the ladies and everything. And Mark Wahlberg shows up out of nowhere and says, uh, I think you your skills could be used uh, in other ways and everything. And he ends up, he made somebody a mark at the uh, at the bar, like Tom Holland, mm-hmm. and like stole, I think it was a bracelet off of her when he was serving her a drink. Uh-huh. And Mark Wahlberg saw him do it, and he's quite good also, so he stole it from Tom Holland. Oh, nice. And so Tom Holland ends up showing up at Mark Wahlberg's house and says, hey, you got something that belongs to me. And that's where uh, Mark Wahlberg says, well, I have an opportunity here. You know, yeah. He's kind of the recruiter for this. But then he throws out his brother's name. He says, your brother Sam said you were the best. He's like, you knew my brother? Oh, wow. And he was like, oh, that's the hook right there, man. Yeah. You know, this guy's going to go along. He says, yeah, we're going to... We're going to look for, we think your brother, kind of like the Holy Grail type thing. Mm-hmm. We think your father went to look for the Grail. Uh-huh. And uh, it was what he's been looking for his entire life. You need to go find him. Exact same thing with this. Yeah. His brother apparently has been obsessed with Magellan's uh, treasure. And he knows that there's two crosses that you need to find that you put together and that will open a key to something. Mm-hmm. And the two crosses, one's in the Philippines, one's someplace else. So it's a lot of that really fun kind That's of adventure cool. shit. Yeah. So he says, like, yeah, I'm in. And they get to show them Mark Wahlberg and him work together a couple times. It's a great scene where uh, 
Mark Wahlberg's work in this like tux room and Tom Holland's upstairs and he's supposed to create a distraction while Mark Wahlberg's oh it's at an auction for the, one of the crosses mm-hmm. so Tom Holland all Tom Holland has to do is cause a distraction so Mark Wahlberg can steal the cross from the uh, thing I think he's supposed to cut the power I think mm-hmm. that's the distraction gotcha and so he's at the auction and everything and Tom Holland's on the staircase with his finger to his ear and Mark Wahlberg's like take your finger out of your ear you look like a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> so he's still that kind of green but what's weird is not once did i think of spider-man yeah during it i oh, thought that's good. i thought the whole time i was going to think of him as spider-man yeah. he's just so charismatic the kid i think he could do he's the one that i think we were all thinking chris pratt should be the new indiana jones fuck no i think it should be tom holland oh, that'd be pretty cool i think tom holland should do it uh, if they were going to do like a young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Everyone loves him, and he's still fucking young. Get him now. Uh, to be honest with you, in like two or three more years, he could probably play James Bond because he's British in real life, and, uh, he, and he yeah. rarely uses his British accent. I hear it in interviews all the time. <laughs> One time I was weirdly disappointed uh, with him because apparently I saw a video of him talking to some sick kid in the hospital bed who was obsessed with Spider-Man uh-huh. and it was so sweet and everything but for some reason I was like why is Tom Holland using his his, his normal British accent talking to this oh, kid oh yeah I was like, why doesn't he use an American accent he's supposed yeah. to be Spider-Man I say, it, it felt weird to me that he didn't make that decision to use a, a fake American accent when he's pretending to be Spider-Man yeah he's <laughs> like who the hell is this Brit yeah um, The Devil All the Time is the movie that I saw uh, of his that like you're not, That's right. You had not, mentioned that before. Yeah, you're not you Spider-Man anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude. And so I, I'm interested to see what he goes on uh, to do after this. But it was fun. It was adventurous, like I said. And there were like other people that were coming in that were double-crossing him. There, there was a girl, really kind of a uh, uh, sexy, badass uh, black girl in this movie that I had seen before that me and Christina loved during the chilling adventures of Sabrina. She just played a royal bitch in that movie. And when she came on in this, I was like, oh, it's the Sabrina girl. She's going to be awesome in this. It might yeah. be Tati Gabrielle. Yep, that's her. Yeah. That's exactly her. And the other girl is a Pakistani girl that's really, really good in this too that also plays like a foil that was friends with them but was double-crossing them yeah. along the lines. And it was a whole bunch of cool, like twists and turns and double crosses and I, I thought it was great and you never knew the whole time if, if Mark Wahlberg was on the level or yeah. if he wasn't on the level yeah. and it was fun not knowing and I'm not going to reveal it here here. but it, like I said over the top action like when you're watching it you're like oh I could totally see this as being a video game and because at one point they realized the treasure one of the some of the treasure is on one of the pirate ships mm-hmm. so they actually they could never do this in a million years so they actually like airlifting it with a helicopter. The whole uh, ship. Uh, the whole ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They found in the water, and the ship is in the air, swaying yeah. and everything. And just Mark, pouring out gold Tom coins, Holland's flying yeah. off it and everything. Yeah. And they're, they're using the cannonball thing. I was like, yeah, that still works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this thing was like downed from three hundred years ago. But you just went with it, man. You were yeah. like, ah, oh, it's still, it's fucking fun. And it ended with a cliffhanger. You're like, there better be another Uncharted. Interesting. In twenty twenty two, we're still early enough. There actually could be one, but there's a moment where you mean 2024 2024 so we're only like two years away from this one mm-hmm. and um yeah there's a moment where a couple of the main characters like turn and see somebody that the audience doesn't see and mm-hmm. goes oh shit and that's kind of how they end it and you're like oh well 
they got to be. Yeah, you got to tell me who that yeah, was. I, I mean, I don't know if I would know anyways. I think it was probably something for the video game people yeah. because I think there's probably an Uncharted. How many games they do? Probably uh, a there's a There's a few of them. I yeah. know that because I think I played two and that was on like PS3. It looks like one it. of the games I would definitely like to play because I was always into, there wasn't many good Indiana Jones games made and I always thought that was weird. There's a weird. new one coming out. I saw the trailer yeah. for it. The trailer looks good. But uh, there was an Indiana Jones game for the computer that I played back in the day called Rise of Atlantis and it was awesome. I loved it. Hmm. Uh, then there was another one called Emperor's Tomb which was alright and everything but uh, I always thought there should be a huge friggin' market for Indiana Jones games on the video game systems and it never really has been. I don't know if this is accurate or not but apparently there's 10 of them. 10 Uncharted yeah. games. Holy shit. That's crazy. Oh shit. Yeah. I can't play anything right now. My trigger finger I got on both hands now so <laughs> I gotta get surgery before I oh, play video games. Oh that sucks. Yeah, well, I'm just delaying the inevitable. I don't think it's that bad anyways. But We're all just delaying the We're inevitable. all just falling <laughs> apart here, Justin. <laughs> all right. So let's what see. What do you got? Speaking, Number two. Speaking of the end of things, <laughs> let's go with uh, 2018's, I love this movie, Annihilation. Oh, I love Annihilation. Yeah, I've dude. gone back to try to watch this again, and I haven't. I, I, it's one of those movies you want to like completely focus yeah. on it. And half the time I put movies in, I end up putting old stuff in because I don't want to fully pay attention yeah. to it. Yeah, you just want your brain to yeah, shut off. Yeah, I just off. want my brain yeah. to shut off. So yeah, uh, um, I love this movie though. This movie did not get a lot of play or a lot of talk. No one should be talk. Everyone should be talking about how fucking great this movie was yeah, because dude. it was creepy. It was weird. It was unsettling at times. Yeah, and I won't. I was genuinely frightened Dude, at, towards the end it there. was suspenseful yeah. like you uh, know what I mean you were just kind of like what the fuck yeah, is yeah. happening it, it's right hard now. to even I mean we can be spoiler on this yeah, type I mean, of thing this type of movie you really have to be because they they tried this is your Alex Garland movie uh, what's that? Isn't he one who uh, wrote this isn't Alex Garland oh I don't know let me see um, yes yeah yeah Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, He's good. He's a great writer, man. Except for the beach. Actually, the beach book was good. The movie actually blew. Yeah, it was right. with the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah, it's one of the few yeah. DiCaprio movies I didn't like. I don't really remember that much. I, I saw. It I read HBO. the book, so I was kind of a little bit biased with it. They just took a silly route with it that I didn't expect. Yeah, I just take. remember him like tripping on mushrooms or acid or yeah, something. Yeah, that, that scene in the woods where he's pretending he's in a video game or yeah, something like that. Yeah, like he's like in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. This that was one of the few movies Alex Garland directed. I don't know if he directed this one. This might have been him directing it too, because some of his movies he just writes and then some he directs. Hmm. Um. I don't have that pulled up at the right. moment, but Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac. Oscar, Oscar Isaac doesn't oh, so have goodness. a. He directed uh, this as well. Oh, Alex he did. Garland, yeah. Um. He doesn't have like a, a very large role in this movie. Um, but they are married and uh, she's a scientist and he's kind of like a soldier that goes on assignments that he can't talk about, you know? I love Natalie Portman. Oh. I love her for this type of things. I find her like so fascinating and engaging. I don't know what it is. I'm just unbelievably fascinated every time she's on screen. Yeah. And any of those types of movies where you could see her kind of figure shit out. I really like for her, like Black Swan, she was great in. And yeah, I just love Natalie. I didn't see that one. Um, I hear it's fantastic, though. Saw um, Leon, though. What's that? Professional. The professional. Oh, yeah. I was going to say now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The I mean, professional. She's done a lot of fabulous movies. So. Yeah. Um, also, V is for Vendetta. I love her in that yeah, movie. Yeah. You know, I it's one of those movies that I, I, 
I'm on the fence with. I saw it in the theater, and yeah. I don't think I've seen it since. Maybe you need oh, to rewatch it. I dude, I own it. <laughs> as terrible yeah. as this sounds, I used to go to sleep watching it for weeks, <laughs> for weeks at a time. Um, I like that torture movie. Let's <laughs> <laughs> really switch explosions. it up to Hostel next week. <laughs> All those explosions, really, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so there are a couple, and um, Oscar Isaac has been gone on assignment, and I think he's been gone for like a while, yeah. you know, um, and he shows up and he's like, he, he's completely confused, yeah. but he's coherent and he's just not himself. Yeah. And I love so Jennifer Jason Lee in this too. I should say that now, man. Jennifer oh. Jason Lee is so fucking good in this movie. Oh yeah, dude. Um, but so, you know, he comes home, she brings him in and he asks and like, he's talking to her for a while mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh my God, where have you been? Are you okay? And he just is kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know? Um, and she's like, can I get you anything? And he said, water. Let me just have a cup of water. Yeah. And she gives him a cup of water and he takes a sip of it. And he just basically starts having like a seizure of some kind, yeah. you know? And they take him to like med bay and they isolate him and things like that. And uh, he doesn't die right then. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I guess he's just kind of in like, a coma or a sedated state, no. something like that. And they know he went someplace. There's like this weird void in the woods. Yeah. Well, and so it On comes the edge to of that. The woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes to that. Yeah. So like, turns out he, he's part of a military experiment yeah. uh, uh, where a comet crashed and it's been growing outward, yeah. like in its environment, almost like a dome of some kind. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and it's like, metamorphosizing with all of the DNA in, yeah. in everything, you know, and there's no radio signals in or out. It's a um, scientist wet dream, really. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. half the team, isn't she a scientist too? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. She's, um, I think she might even be like a biologist or yeah. something. I know they send military, some of the, uh, was it all women they sent in? Yeah. Was there, there was a reason for that too, wasn't there? I, I don't remember, but yeah. maybe. I, I don't remember. I know, it was all women. Who, who else was in the, that group besides so Tessa, Jennifer Jason Lee? Tessa Thompson. Um, she played oh, Valkyrie. Oh, I love Tessa Thompson. Yeah, she played Valkyrie. I forgot Valkyrie. she was in this. This must have been one of her first things. I wonder if this was before Creed. Um, uh, well, it's 2018. No, after yeah. Creed. Um, who else? This was, was 2018. There? That seems fucking early. Man. I know. It's, yeah. yeah. Just um, Jennifer Jason Lee yeah, um, awesome. is the main doctor. Gina Rodriguez. Um, ooh, I'm gonna Tuva Novotny. Oh, um, and Benedict Wong is apparently in this, but I don't remember him. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, yeah, this is definitely one of the ones I'm gonna have to rewatch soon, man. Because I've been, it's I've been wanting to watch. Dude, this it's again. so fucking good, man. It, so I like high level sci-fi, and that's what this is. Oh. This is high level cerebral sci-fi, which yeah. makes you think. And it, and it's on. I love also like with my sci-fi when it's, it's teetering on horror. Yeah, you know, and this is always through the whole thing. This is just teetering. What's on What's gonna happen next? And once they get in there, it does not. Uh, it does not disappoint. No. Like when they open that, um, do they open someone's stomach open or something? Isn't that what they do when they when they cut into that person and they see like the worms oh, or something? Oh, yeah. She does moving, it like, Moving around in I the stomach? I think she does it to herself. Yeah. Yeah. There's something like taking control of you. You kind of got that idea when it happened to Oscar Isaac that obviously it's taking over him or yeah. something. Yeah. But you didn't know it was actually growing something inside of you. Yeah. And I don't remember how it ended, but I remember it being fucked up. Yeah. It, it being like, 
Uh, I mean, I mean, you can give a spoiler alert, and uh, yeah. if you want to fast forward a minute, a minute, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll remember right when you say it. She finally, the whole goal is for them to get to the lighthouse. Two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the whole goal is for them to get to the lighthouse, and she's the only one that makes it to the lighthouse. And when she gets in there, there's like an imprint of a grenade that exploded and somebody sitting in a chair. Yeah. Um, and she's like figuring it out, like looking at it, trying to figure out what it is. And then there's this being that is just in there with her and it mirrors every single step and move that she makes, but she can't get out of the lighthouse because it's on the side of the door and the way that it moves, there's even if she gets to it and turns around, like she she can't do it, and it pushes her up against the wall. So then, the more she this fights, is like a nightmare scenario, yeah, like dude, literally what people have nightmares about, yes, like they dude. can't move or they can't escape. Well, things. and the more she's pushing, the more it's pushing back yeah. as her. Frightening. And then she just kind of like walks out of there and makes her way back to base camp and they're doing an interrogation with her and they basically, she can't remember anything that happened. She doesn't know, you know, what's going on. You can tell she's in the Oscar Isaac kind of like situation. And they ask her if she wants anything. She says a glass of water (laughs) and she drinks the glass of water and nothing happens, which means that this alien has successfully merged with a human and like, I wonder if it needed a female. It was, they had a a male and a female. It was rejecting the males and accepted the female. Well, he was still alive. Yeah. They, they got to see each other afterwards. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So like, Oh, so you still think he might've had something in him? Yeah. They both together. Okay. okay, Yeah. He was the, he was the male version. She was the, she uh, the the female version. And yeah. Oh, where's our sequel for this? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was a great movie. I've only seen it once, so that's why it's a little hazy and everything. But I remember loving it, but I remember being genuinely frightened by the it. The visuals and the environment are Yeah, because it was stunning. like a creature or something. I remember attacking him in that like shed. Yeah, that, that was a, like a ginormous like crocodile. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, so. and all of the plants, all of the animals had all been transformed into something else mm-hmm. and at the same time was trying to evolve. So it was all kill or be killed, you know, in that environment. It's, it's great. I'm going to rewatch it because it's, it's one of those so movies good, that dude. I think you get something different or more on every viewing. You, you How many times have you seen it? A couple uh, like times? Like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember when it first came out. Remember they had the trailer for it and it made no fucking sense. Yeah. They were very teasery about this movie. Not telling you. All you saw was the group of military people coming close towards that barrier and then crossing it. And that's basically all they showed us. Yeah. Uh, because I even remember you mentioning on the pod, but like, have you heard about this Annihilation movie? I don't know what the fuck this movie is. So good, dude. Yeah. Awesome pick, man. That's a really great one. All right. I'm going to go into this one. We saw in the theater together, but I swear we have not talked about it enough. And I wish we had. Uh, and I'm sure we talked about it initially right afterwards, but I don't, we haven't talked about it forever. And it's also 2018's Hotel Artemis. Oh, I fucking love God. this movie. Dude. I love this movie. And I went, we decided to watch this because we are watching the True Detective, which I mentioned in the last pod too. We're watching True Detective the oh, new season. Oh, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yeah. And I'm 
I was telling my wife, I love old Jodie Foster, man. It's weird because I uh, I feel almost the same way of, about Jennifer Jason Lee. In the 80s, mm-hmm. uh, we didn't appreciate her. Mm-hmm. You know, Jennifer Jason Lee's in a movie, fine. Yeah. Jodie Foster's in a movie, fine. Yeah. Now when I hear they're in a movie, I'm super excited. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking Jodie Foster and Jennifer Jason Lee, they're going to bring that next level shit. Yeah. And I love them older, man. Uh, especially in like Hotel Artemis. Jodie Foster is this cute little lady that's just that's stumbling around the uh, the hallways as the nurse and yeah. the caretaker of this hotel. But she's also got some deep-seated issues herself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's know? hiding some shit and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the case in the... Uh, um, the True Detective series too. She's phenomenal in the True Detective series. Mm. Just, just give her the award now. Yeah. She's going to get it. Because yeah. she doesn't do that type of stuff. That's the other thing I like about Jodie Foster. I've mentioned it before. Is She takes huge breaks between projects. Yeah. She will go and she will be with her family and she will hang out with them for three or four years until she's like, fuck, I think I'll uh, do another movie or do a TV show or something. Yeah. And I don't think she's ever done a TV show before. So them getting her on board with HBO with the True Detective is, yeah. that's kind of more of a high level show. Have you ever watched any of the seasons? I, so um, my girl and I started the first season and I think we got like... First season is one of the best. I, we it's, got it's like good. two or three episodes in and then we just like forgot we were watching yeah. it because there was so much watch going the on new one they're only f- four episodes the fourth episode just uh my girl loves it too and she has been hot or cold on the true detective yeah. series so they, watched it's, all a, of them. it's a different story yeah you don't have each... to fucking watch any of them uh, okay together you don't yeah. two is uh two's the worst three's good but it's it's long and kind of boring this one's exciting man it yeah. reminds me of the thing it's mm. really fucking good yeah mm. check it out yeah I can't wait to my... The fourth one just dropped and I've been wanting to watch it, but my girl is not at the house right now, so yeah. I have to wait for it to come back. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Hotel Artemis, you and me saw this in the theater. Did we see it with Dave, too? I don't know if Dave was there or yeah. not. Um, I know we saw it in the theater, yeah. and then I know I rented it on Redbox and lost <laughs> it and ended up Kept paying it. like $40 for it. <laughs> it so. was totally worth it. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, so, the movie is amazing. It stars Jodie Foster, Batista... Charlie uh, Day, uh, sure. Clarence, uh, Sterling K. Brown. Uh, who else is in the movie? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's great in the movie. So is... Uh, like, Sophia Butea. She's awesome in this movie. Yeah. And what's the kid from uh, who plays Spock? Uh, uh, Zachary Quinto. Yeah. He plays a little kind of bitch in this movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And it, the premise is super exciting, super cool. So it's in the near distant future. It's one of those somewhat futuristic movies but not too too far off yeah and it's basically about a hotel that's kind of run by the mob for people to come and seek refuge in hotel rooms and it comes full service with uh a nurse and full surgery units and everything so if you're if you're shot in a crime, you can immediately go to Hotel Artemis. You show yeah. your membership card. Yep. They let you through the doors, and they will take care of you, and you can but stay there for as long as you want. Your membership has to be up to date, or else you it can't It absolutely come does. That's you so have great. to have your membership card. You have to follow the rules. Yeah. No weapons in the Hotel Artemis. No fighting in Hotel Artemis. Love- it's a sign, man, that everyone... It's one of those things that you like to have it on Blu-ray so you can pause it and look at the rules. Yeah, and, uh, and Batista tells uh, him, and he's like... What does he say? Like, I will medicate the fuck out of you. <laughs> like, Batista is so good in this. We had only seen, at this point, I think we had only seen him as Drax. Yeah. You know, and then, no, then we saw him in Dune, that first. And Blade uh, Runner. No, Blade Runner. Yeah. That's right. And we were like, holy shit, Batista, yeah. I think, can do other shit. I, I, I love that role. And, and his role in Blade Runner probably is my favorite role he ever did. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have to go so with good. Knock at the Cabin for that one. 
Uh, he is good at but this one. He's the one too. great thing about knocking a cabin for me yeah. is Bautista. Uh, but he's so good in this too. And I, I even said when this movie was over, I would have paid to see a, a movie with a sequel with just those two in it. Uh, yeah. Jody, Jody Foster and uh, Bautista setting up a new fucking hotel yep. in a different state or a different country in Vegas or yep. something like that. Any crime ridden city, I guess you could do it in. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the premise. And we're following specifically, we're following Sterling K Brown, who is, who is super big at this uh, at this point doing yeah. doing movies? He had done that Predator movie. He was in that This Is Us TV show and everything. And now he's kind of slowed down. We don't see him as much. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, but I loved him in this. So him and his brother uh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who me and my girl just actually watched in uh, Godzilla versus Kong. He was the oh. one that had the guy who had the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, that's who the uh, huh. he played. That was hanging out with Millie Bobby Brown through the whole uh, movie. Yeah, uh, he was great. That's funny. So uh, his, they were they were in a botched robbery, and his brother, just of a weird freak kind of thing, took a pen off somebody that was in line because they couldn't get into the vault, so they decided just to rob the people in line. It was the lion. What was, was it? King, the wolf king. The wolf. The something wolf like king. That. Yeah, the yeah. wolf king or something. So. The Wolf King is like the big gangster in town played by Jeff Goldblum. We don't realize it's Jeff Goldblum at this point, but we know he's in the movie. And if you've seen the trailer, you know that's who it was. And he, he's great in this movie, too. He's yeah. Jeff Goldblum being... He, he's like the reverse of Robert Downey Jr. I don't want Robert Downey Jr. to be Robert Downey Jr., but I do want Jeff Goldblum to be Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's very well yeah. said. <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum gives you full Goldblum in this movie. <laughs> Even when he's an asshole, he's charismatic as shit about yeah. it. and you just, you just love the hell out of him. And he's a prick in this movie, for sure. Yeah, they were uh, yellow diamonds. Yeah, so there was a pen filled with diamonds and it was worth a shitload of money. And the second they knew who they stole it from, they almost knew they were dead. Yeah. They were like, oh, we're, we fucked. Yeah. So they run to the one place they could do. Unfortunately, Goldblum owns the fucking hotel. Yeah. But apparently him and his, all his people still need their membership cards and no weapons. Yeah. Because uh, Jodie Foster's a stickler for details. Well, and like there's also mass panic going on yeah. in the streets. In the streets. It's kind of like, seems like like the Purge-esque type yeah. situation yeah. going on. And so at the same time, you've got Charlie Day, um, you know, Trying to find other guests. That's, yeah, that's what the fun thing is about this. You get in there, you're like, oh, now we can see the other guests that are chilling at the hotel. Yeah, and you know, so he's trying to find a way out Man, of there. You've never seen him play a prick like this. No, he's before, such a piece too. of shit, dude. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah, and not always a likable one. No, at, at times he is because you know you you. He's funny. We have prior kind of. Uh, uh, history watching Charlie Day. Yeah. Like if my mother watched it, she might not know who Charlie Day is and be like, who the fuck is this annoying asshole? His comedy is usually like... His voice, man. It's his innocently voice. Innocently stupid, you know? His voice is what does it for me, though. Oh, yeah. When, especially when he gets angry. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but in this one, he is just an absolute prick. You know, yeah. like... One of my favorite stuff is when he's threatening that French girl. Sophia Boutella. Yeah. Or Boutella. She, he's yeah. threatening her and Sterling Co. Brown knows how much of a badass she is. Yeah. And they're both smiling and laughing as he's doing it. No, yeah. you think that's funny, huh? You yeah. think it's funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. And uh, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, like you said, the character interactions in, in this and, and Batista, you know, um, 
yeah, I remember he's like, I will heal the shit out of your ass. Yeah. Like, he also has like a, uh, he has like a line that he continues to use over the rules. people. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've been working for this company for so long and this and that. And he, he's got this mantra that he just repeats to people like yeah. right before they beats their ass. Yeah. That's the situation. <laughs> so basically he's the muscle, but he's also an orderly. So we, we get to see Jodie Foster do something and everything. Well, two things complicate what's already complicated with Sterling K. Brown with the stolen diamonds. One of them being Jeff Goldblum got shot himself in, in something separate, and he is on the way to the hotel. So the guy that he stole the diamonds with is on his way with his crazy maniacal son, yeah. where all you could think of is if Job, Jeff Goldblum dies right now, Zachy Quinto's going to go full bitch and just go crazy <laughs> on people. And then on top of that, you got the Jenny Slate stuff, yeah. which crazy bit of casting in this because I've never seen Jenny Slate play nothing but funny. Yeah. And she's awesome. I love her. Speaking of her and Charlie Day, that was like the last romantic comedy I think ever watched with Charlie Day and Jenny Slate were together. I can't even remember the name of the movie. Huh. But they were like a romantic couple. It was funny. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. So there's somebody in the alley that's trying to communicate inside the hotel Artemis telling to be let in. And Dave Bautista is basically like, no, we're not letting you in and everything. And then Jodie Foster sees the camera of Jenny Slate and says, oh, we got a problem here. And she's like, what's going on? She's like, I have history with this girl. She says, we, we got we to gotta pull her out. Uh, we got to get her in here. And little do they know she's a cop. So they're bringing a cop yeah. into Hotel Artemis yeah. with the head gangster showing up. None of this fucking gels. And I won't reveal kind of what's going on with Jenny Slate and Jodie Foster, but there's a whole separate kind of uh, subplot between there. So it was a I want you back. I want you back. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was clever. Like both their uh, they had problems with both their girlfriend and their boyfriend, so they decided to break them up, uh, oh. <laughs> and uh, they teamed up together to be awful people together. And it was funny. <laughs> then they realized, hey, we like each other. Yeah, yeah. it was it was yeah. clever. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. I love this movie, man. I thought it was uh, super exciting. I love all of, like the time period. Like I said, that uh, that near post-apocalyptic time. Yeah. We haven't quite gone full post-apocalyptic. <laughs> We're pre-post, we'll pre-apocalyptic, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's good stuff. All right. Um, this one is a 2014 movie. Um, I freaking love this one too, man. It's just, I guess it was just Groundhog Day recently. Um, yeah, it was also my two-year anniversary. Oh my God, you're going to make me happy and... Uh... No, but I'm not. I'm not. Not uh, not Groundhog Day, but no. I'm I'm hoping that you're gonna mention another movie. Go ahead. No, no, I'm that's not. not what I'm thinking. No, um, this is uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Do you know what I was thinking? Uh, probably what was that one with the '80s movie you were telling me? Oh no, that's a newer one. I was thinking Happy Death Day. Oh yeah, that's that's about. a really that's good a great one. one. Too. The second yeah. one is so good. Have you seen the sequel? Yeah, the yeah. sequel's crazy. They use time travel and shit like intentionally. And yeah, it's very it's, fun. It's fucking very fun. awesome. But Edge of Tomorrow is a good one, and I. I am still hearing rumblings that they're going to make a sequel of that. I like really Tom wish that Cruise, they would. Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt both say they want it to come back. That would be awesome. <coughs> um, Edge of Tomorrow, also known as Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah, fucking, that's what I thought. So that, fucking stupid, man. Yeah. Pick a title, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just going to stick with both. Yeah, use whatever one you want. <laughs> yeah, that way they have to take up two lines on the marquee. This is another movie that I thought came and went, but the people that saw it were like, oh, yeah. man, this is something, I really this enjoyed something this. special, man. Yeah. It's unique. It's a unique screenplay. 
So there has been an alien invasion. This was the time period where Tom Cruise was like, I think I'll do a lot of sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did I'll Oblivion. I'll do Mission to Mars. I'll do Oblivion. Yeah. Edge uh, of Tomorrow. Minority Report. Minority Report. Yeah. And then he completely got out of it. He's not, I'm yeah. just an action star. No, now. Yeah, now I'm just going to do... Uh, Jumping well, he did like buildings and shit. He did like Tropic Thunder and then went to all the Mission yeah. Impossible. You still not seen Mission Impossible? No. 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 I bought it. I have it on 4K. Ah. Finally dropped and I had to spend 12 bucks for it, but I was like, it's worth it. Yeah. Love it. It's coming yeah, yeah. to Paramount Plus, so if you have Paramount Plus. We don't. No. Well, sucks but for you. I was going to say maybe they'll do a free uh, free trial or something because yeah. I've never had them before. So <laughs> so I have this freestyle uh, free trial open. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, and Tom Cruise, there, so there's been an alien invasion. I've only seen it once, so I'm fuzzy on most things. On oh, this no, it's all good. I've, I've seen this probably 10 times. Nice. Um, yeah. And so he is kind of like a media liaison you know for uh, you know or, or he's a smooth talker he's not a soldier you yeah. know and so he's like he got himself into some trouble he goes to brendan gleason who is like the general you know yeah. like the top general brass or whatever brendan gleason love brendan gleason oh he's so good dude speaking um, of 28 days later it's the first thing i ever saw him in oh yeah i guess the, me too he was the yeah. guy with the daughter yeah that that's right huh, yeah. i didn't realize that um, was that pre Gangs of New York? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. And um, then he went on to do Harry Potter. Oh, that's right. Mad yeah. Eye Moody. Interesting. Um, did you ever finish that? By the way. No, we got through one, and and the little one got a little scared. Oh, through uh, Deathly Hallows one. Whatever. Oh, the no, no, first no, the one. First one. Yeah. Did she get yeah. scared the first one. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. That the good thing you stopped there. Then. That's yeah. That's what. <laughs> that's because it gets said. evil as it goes yeah. on. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, Brennan Gleason tells him like, Hey, everything's fine. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. And basically what he does then is he takes him and puts him on the front line, you know? And so I forget if they like have to sedate him or if, you know, he's taking a nap. Maybe I think he was taking a nap and he gets awoken. And like when he wakes up from that nap, that's almost when the, the ground hard day the loop starts. Yeah, yeah. loop starts. And He's basically, he's got like one day until he goes into battle. He's got no, like, I guess he's got training, but like, he doesn't know how to use one of these suits that they're using. They've got these like robotic suits to be able to fight the aliens. So he's reliving just one day. Is It's straight up Groundhog Day. Yeah. Then right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird how many people have taken it and uh, it still works with every time they do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still think it's called Palm Springs with Andy Samberg is one of my favorite, yeah. like little ones that's very little known, yeah. um, but it's really good. And, you know, so something happens in the battle where he, like, kills this one specific alien, but then he ends up dying, too. But because of this one specific alien, it kicks him onto this time loop. And from there, the story goes off of him, you know, dying over and over and over and over. It's like playing Super Mario Brothers, you know what I mean? And like, But he's figuring stuff out. Right. In order to... Yeah. And so eventually... um, he he realizes that Emily Blunt I can almost always take her leave her, but I loved her in this. She was she was really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, she's like their top soldier, and they you know like she's gone through so many battles, and um you know and she's never had a mark on her, and mm-hmm. she kills all these aliens and stuff. Well, whatever he has. She had and lost it. And so he comes and he doesn't know that at first, but he goes and he finds it out somehow. And so then there's a training montage of day after day after day. 
And every time he fucks up, she just cocks the gun and shoots him in the head. And like straight up every time, you know, or like that's totally like a video game, like where you're like, I've already fucked up half this level. I'm just going to jump in the lava. Yep, exactly. (laughs) You know, Um, and there's like certain things where he's like learning to dodge and stuff like that. And there's these like long arms that are swinging around really fast and like. He fucking gets hit by one and he breaks his arm and she, he's like, no, 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 don't shoot me. And she just, bow, just shoots it like, you know, and so he's That's died. Awesome. I need to rewatch this one too. It's fucking really hell. good. It's yeah. really entertaining. And there's, you know, the, the, the military aspect and the battle aspect and when they find out what's created this loop and like all of that yeah. is a really good storyline along with like good action sequences, some comedy thrown in there, not slapstick comedy, but like. Him getting killed a hundred times and her just shooting him every time, you know? I think at the time I confused it with Oblivion a lot. I think it came out like the next year or something. It may have. Um, It was very close to it. Uh, Did you ever see The Adjustment Bureau? No. With, uh, I think it's Matt Damon and I think it's dealing with some... Yeah, Oblivion was 2013. Okay. Yeah, uh, the Adjustment Bureau is one that I also think I own, but I haven't watched. And I think it also plays with time travel and like a time loop in changing things and altering things. So it might be another movie you want to check out uh, because I know you're uh, super into that, too. Yeah, I, this is I mean, that sci fi element of it is right up my alley, like uh, frequency. Frequency is another one where it's just things change and it affects something else. And right. uh, when they can do it. And it can be done in like a real world setting or it can be done in like a futuristic Starship Troopers-esque yeah. kind of world um, like this. One bonus factor to this, Bill Paxton is like the staff sergeant. Really? Who wakes him up It's got to be one of the morning. last. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler, I think was his last movie. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. you know, so he, he wakes him up every morning and so... Tom Hanks already knows the spiel that's that he's going to uh, give That's him. his share song in yeah, the morning. Yeah, exactly. It's him. Cher. You yeah. know, it's, 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 it's really good, dude. Yeah, I'll have to definitely rewatch that, man. That sounds exciting. Just for Bill Paxton alone. Yeah, for sure. All right, my last movie here. And this was a movie that I I thought was a lot. It's a part of a trilogy, and it was I thought it was way better than the second one, but I had never revisited it since the theater, and I'm not sure we ever talked about it other than in passing on this pod. And uh, that is Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, 2019. I didn't see this yet. so Oh, shit. I'm yeah. going to have to spoil some for you. Yeah, d- well, you know what? Do me a favor <laughs> and, and be as spoiler as you want with it because <laughs> I really wanted to see it. But like, if I haven't seen it by now... Dude, I remember you I, bought The Last Jedi and you're like, yeah, I got the good one. I was yeah. like, no, you would think The Last Jedi would be the last one in the trilogy, but that's the second one that sucked Yeah, balls. and that's kind of when I was like, okay. Well, what's weird is I watched... I started by watching... Uh, the Force Awakens. I was like, I'm going to go through this trilogy again. Yeah. But then I remember how much I hated the second one, and I was like, I'm just going to jump to the third one. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Maybe if I want to, I'll go back and watch the second one later. But I remember not liking the second one. There was like 10 different things that were stupid in it. Yeah. Uh, where, where this one had only one thing that I thought was stupid in it, and it went so fast that I didn't give a shit. When he because throws, the rest of it was When great. he throws the lightsaber? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, no, I'll tell you when I, <laughs> when I get to it. But uh, 
I love the the I love the Force Awakens. I thought the Force Awakens was great. I love mm. the character of Ray. I love yeah. the, uh, the John Boyega character mm-hmm. in there. I love Han and Chewie coming back was so great. He encapsulated that Han Solo character just as well as he encapsulated the Indiana Jones. Oh, that's character. the one with Kylo Ren, right? Yep, Kylo yeah, Ren yeah, is the bad good. guy. It's the it's the kind of the building of that storyline. So Kylo Ren, just to give you a little backstory before I get to the third one, Kylo Ren is Han and Leia's son who is now who went off to be trained by Luke Skywalker and became evil. And that's Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Have you seen the SNL skit? Oh, with Adam Driver, yeah. With Adam Driver where it's like uh what is it like Secret Boss or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh I saw it when gosh, it aired. Dude. It was really, oh, really funny, it, man. It is so good. That whole funny. episode with Adam Driver. He's funny as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Adam Driver's a he's Adam Driver is going to go down as one of our best actors, and people don't even realize it right now. Yeah, oh yeah, he's the, great. That Ferrari movie he's doing, that Enzo, when he plays Enzo Ferrari, I hear he was awesome at that. No. And uh, I loved him in that. Uh, What's that one with him and Bill Murray? The House Murray? of Gucci Man was so good, too. Him and Bill Murray? Yeah, it's a zombie movie. Oh, I loved it. Well, uh, yeah, that's the Jim Jarmusch movie. Uh Something like I wish we were dead or we are no longer dead or something. That's the one where they break the fourth wall through the whole fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, well, just you the gotta, once. Just the once. Well, they do it a couple times. Oh, really? I think it, it's a weird movie. But like it, I read, I read you're either going to love that movie or you're going to hate that movie. And I loved it. I thought it was so yeah, fucking great. I, I got to write it down. Um yeah. The dead don't the die. The dead don't die. Yeah. I so gotta, great, man. So that. funny. I don't know where they are, but you got to find it someplace. Uh, yeah, dead it's don't die. It's on Apple TV. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, I didn't mean to take over your No, no, there, no. I that love was a it. good little tangent. But yeah, that, so that's what's going on. We also have Poe, played by Oscar Isaacs, who is uh, one of the pilots in the uh, Resistance. And like, yeah, John Biega is a former uh Stormtrooper who's turned uh, fucking uh, rebel, kind of rebel and part of the rebellion now and everything. Well, the second one ended really, they really gave us a shitty Luke Skywalker, man. And, <laughs> and the second one, did you see the second one? Uh, that's I the thought, one you own, the last Skywalker. That's the one where he they find him at the end. Uh, well, that's Force Awakens. At the very end of Force Awakens, she shows up at the uh, on the island and she holds out the lightsaber and it ends with him looking at it. Yeah. Credits roll. The next movie starts. She hands him the lightsaber and he throws it over his shoulder. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. he's, he's like, I'm here to be in solitude. I don't give a fuck about the Jedi. Yeah. He's all despondent basically because he uh, was training Leia and Luke's son and he turned evil and went to the uh, to turn into a Sith and now he's part of the Empire and trying to destroy it. So right. he's basically done the worst possible thing he could do. Right, the whole movie is kind of a downer, and then at the very end, you see Luke come back, and he's on the battlefield, and you're so excited and everything, and they shoot at him, and you realize he's just like a force ghost that's uh, kind of like there. He's projecting himself there. Yeah. And at the very end, they have Luke die, and I'm like, what the fuck? They yeah. just killed Luke Skywalker off in the most uneventful way. We we wanted to see so much from him, and they fucked it up. That's terrible. I, I was pissed after the second one. To the point where I didn't even know if I was going to watch the third one. I think I might have blocked it out because I remember seeing it, but I don't remember I felt the same it. way about the Phantom Menace trilogy, though, and the third one on that one was really good. Yeah. So I had high hopes for the Rise of Skywalker, and it didn't let down. I, I actually really, really enjoyed Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So what's going on in this one is the Emperor has come back, like, and they oh, use yeah. the same actor from fucking Empire and Return of the Jedi. That's crazy, dude. It's crazy. He, he's old, too. But yeah, he, he probably just looks like his character. It's I've very little makeup I've seen him in several uh, things. He was one of the old guys in um, Sleepy Hollow. 
One of the uh, old townsmen in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Uh, he, he was great in that. I, I can't remember his name. But so he came back fully in makeup and everything. And through this whole trilogy, we're trying to figure out who Ray's parents are, you mm-hmm. know? And we're like, is it Luke Skywalker's daughter? Is it Han Solo's daughter? Is she related to Kylo Ren? And they're going to find out and they're going to take down this by... Uh, uh, they're going to take down these people together, you know? And at this point, uh, we do get to see Lando in this movie, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Chewie is fully a part of this, even though Han is killed in the first one. Uh, one of the most heartbreaking thing, Kylo Ren kills his own father, uh, played by Han Solo, who's scene. Han Solo, and you hear Chewbacca do that scream and yeah. then fall, and then he just goes crazy and starts killing all sorts of stormtroopers. Uh, so Chewie has joined, uh, with Ray and, uh, John Boyega's character and, uh, and even Oscar Isaacs. A lot of those, those characters are all kind of separate, separated in the, in the second one. And now they brought them all back together. So we get to see them kind of on an adventure together and they're doing their own thing and it's super fun. We're starting to get the inklings in the third one that Kylo Ren could possibly be turned to the good side, too. Mm -hmm. He's not feeling fantastic about what's going on. He's got this weird communication where he can can speak to Rey, and they can see each other in front of each other, Mm -hmm. almost like a projection, but you can't tell where they are. Interesting. And that's used in a lot of great ways. At one point, Rey's actually on the the, Star Destroyer in uh, Kylo Ren's, like, cabin. Like, he carries around Darth Vader's, like, twisted helmet. Oh, wow. and everything and it's like on an altar right on the side oh wow so they can actually fight and not be in the same room at each other uh, huh. with each other interesting and what weird things that can happen is they can bring things into the realm while they're doing this so there's a great scene where ray and him are fighting sword sword to sword and they're doing an awesome lightsaber fight and all of a sudden when ray swings it she hits uh, Vader's h- helmet and it falls through to Adam Driver's feet like on the street. Oh, he, wow. He's like on a different, he's on the planet but yeah. she's above him in his ship yeah. and she immediately knows, oh shit, she's, she's in my in cabin. She's in my room, yeah. She's in my room, yeah. I gotta get the fuck up there. Yeah. So it was really cool. Well, about this time it's revealed whose Ray's parents are. If you uh. haven't seen this, I mean this movie came out fucking a while ago so if you don't know, you can jump forward or uh, just listen through. She is the Emperor's granddaughter. Really? And uh, it's like a big thing because she's seeing these images with her on the throne and this cloaked thing, and she's being drawn to him and everything. And Adam Driver's like, we should, we need to kill him together. She's, we can kill him together and we can rule this whole thing. He's kind of misguided at this point. Another cool thing that Jedis can do, and I don't know if they brought it in in the second one or the third one, but they can release a little bit of their force to a wound to heal somebody. Ah. There's a great scene where she, at some point she kills Kylo Ren. She stabs him straight fucking through. Oh, wow. Uh, because... Uh, I figured that was going to Princess happen. Leia uh, distracts distracts her son in, in his mind and she turns around, he turns around because he can hear Leia's voice like across the galaxy. Yeah. And when he does it, Ray just stabs him right through. But then realizes right after she did it, uh, that he wasn't bad and what she uh, and regrets what she did because she, he's like talking to her on the ground so she puts his hand over his stomach and heals him mm. and then she just books it out of there and leaves him by himself oh wow he chucks his lightsaber into the water and we're like well what the fuck's gonna happen to Kylo Ren but he yeah. has a great return at the end man he, oh, yeah? it's, it's super exciting when he finally turns good and he is like trying to reach Rey before she gets to the Emperor and everything and she's getting her ass kicked by the Emperor oh, when wow. she finally gets there 
And that's what it all accumulates down to is she, she's facing the emperor and she, and he's like very similar to like, uh, Luke in return of the Jedi. She's, he's like, I want you to kill me right? because when you kill me, my soul will go into your body. Oh wow. Uh, and I, uh, both of us will become the new empress and we're going to join it. So she's conflicted. She's like, obviously I can't kill this guy. What the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. But then she, uh, he, he shoots his electricity at her yeah. and it, goes right back to him and he looks at his hands and it's healing him. She's drawing her power, that that healing power into him. She's like, and he's like, holy shit, I don't need your body anymore. I can just heal myself and the original emperor is back. Yeah. And she does it and Kylo Ren comes flying in. There's a great scene where, uh, where Kylo Ren's getting surrounded by the Emperor's men. He's mm. he's like two, three, four rooms away from where the Emperor is, but she can kind of sense him yeah. uh, that he's nearby. Do and any he, of them and he has no weapons on him whatsoever. Do any of them have a name tag? <laughs> yeah, not a man name tag. <laughs> I think he had a gun at first, but he ran out of mm. lasers or however you do it yeah. in the future. And he's getting completely surrounded. You're like, how the fuck is he going to get out of this? And Ray takes her lightsaber and puts it behind her back like this, and uh, Kylo uh, Ren moves his hand behind his back and has the lightsaber. Oh, she basically wow. just handed him That's a lightsaber. Dope. And yeah. she had two of them on her because she brought Luke's and she brought Leia's with uh-huh. her. Luke said, bring both of them to the planet. Yeah. Didn't tell him why. And yeah. this is the moment why. That's so she awesome. gives one to Kylo and Kylo goes butt wild on yeah. all of them and everything. And then bust in and uh, Emperor raises them both off the ground and shit oh, like shit. this. It was it yeah. was exciting as yeah. shit, man. And all while very similar to Return of the Jedi, in the like, he's got like that picture window in his uh, in his Death Star. We could see all the friends dying above him. Yeah. She's like, you you're the only one who can stop this. You can stop all this shit. Yeah. And that's the one stupid part is like they uh, there's these cre- uh, there's these people they met earlier in the film when they were on the desert planet and they had these cool horses and everything which was great on the desert planet yeah but they they busted them out on top of the Death Star like on top of the Death Star <laughs> I even wouldn't have had a problem with it if they were wearing masks but they're not wearing masks no masks and, and I'm yeah. like how the fuck are they on the, in space on the top of the Death Star with no masks and they're yeah. just breathing this uh, non atmosphere here yeah. and they're not dead. It would have been a cool scene if yeah. they all had, including the horses, they all had masks on and they yeah. were like going on top and the whole gravity thing, I guess we'll go, we'll, we'll forget that one too. <laughs> but, uh, and it didn't last that long. So it wasn't as uh, that bad in the, uh, Lando Carrizian came in at the end almost oh, nice. similar because he's like my my flying days are over yeah. and they were all like distraught because it was uh, they were all about to die and then he came in just like Han did yeah. uh, and in the Millennium Falcon and swooped down saved their life and everything like that so it was great I thought it was a great finale to the Star Wars thing but just the whole Emperor stuff was really fantastic to yeah. see no it sounds cool it's really a shame they dropped the ball on number two because it's the only stain in that series in my opinion Yeah, and it's a good direction director too is the guy who did knives out he did looper mm-hmm. i mean for every reason he it, it should have been great but they did weird choices with it they were like and so weird that jj abrams had to come back and write the ship because he did the first one <laughs> oh, and wow. then he gave it up to ryan johnson to do the second one and then jj abrams had to come back and fix it because <laughs> like said she'd never have left the whole fucking thing in the first place they don't wait they went on weird tangents a lot of people gave that Asian actress a lot of shit when the movie came out, and she didn't deserve a lot of shit for it. She was fine in it, but the the character and the storyline they uh, made for her was stupid. Uh, that was the only problem I had that. But they had him going to casino planets and doing stuff that didn't matter. You literally, hell, 
I skipped over the second one and it completely gelled with it not even yeah. being hard. <laughs> it didn't yeah. even need to be there. Yeah, that sounds good. I could probably Yeah, they do had that. something weird in the second one where uh, Princess Leia was like floating in space and shit like that. And uh, Yeah, that's right. It was weird, man. Yeah. It was weird. I mean, I'll have to revisit it one of these days, but I don't think I'm going to get the enjoyment I got from watching Rise of Skywalker. So uh, check that one out. And check out uh, Rogue One, still the one of the best modern Star <laughs> that Wars movies. That was a movies. really good one. Fucking phenomenal, man. I watch it way too much. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really enjoy it. And that Andor series, that'll get me to get uh, Disney Plus again. I don't have Disney Plus, but when mm. that Andor season two comes out, day one I will have that. Uh, because I love that series, man. Actually, I'll probably wait for it to add up, because waiting week to week for that one. Uh, that's not for everybody, though. That mm. that Andor series, very dry, very like spy-related and oh, everything. It was like a really good spy show about how people were going to get the plans and how they were transferring money between accounts so that the Rebellion could have money and everything, and this person has to go in here. But there was uh, very similar to the The Last of Us, where it had a couple episodes where anyone who thinks of The Last of Us, they're, they're thinking of the episode with the gay guys, they're thinking of the episode in the mall, or yeah. they're thinking of the episode with the, uh, with the deaf kid. Yeah. In Andor, there was a three-episode arc where they send Andor to a prison planet, oh, wow. and they have magnetic boots on their, on their uh, feet mm-hmm. that can give them shocks and that could kill them Ugh. at different levels and everything. Yeah. And uh, who's the guy who plays Gollum? Uh, oh. Damn, he also plays... He's, he's in the Marvel movies and everything. Andy Serkis, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Andy Serkis plays one of the head uh, kind of... Uh, he's not actually a guard, but he's one of the head prisoners that knows how it's done and uh, is one and everyone to toe the line. And Andor has this great idea for a prison break, man. And ah, uh, the prison break in Andor is one of the best fucking episodes you've oh, ever wow. seen, man. Yeah. How they figured out how to disable the fucking boots, how they had to get into this one room without this guard seeing them, how they had to uh, keep that one guard quiet till they get to the next level. I love it was like a that. Yeah. fucking movie, dude. Yeah. This one episode, it was so worth it. And I guarantee, without even looking, it's the highest rated episode of the series. Yeah. Uh, so good. So good. So I'm eagerly awaiting uh, number two. But yeah, I haven't had Disney Plus in forever. I mean, yeah, it's, really it's got new. the new Indiana Jones. Yeah. I own it. So I, yeah. I, I bought it in 4K, so I don't need it uh, there. But that is the one good thing that people will probably get to see that movie uh, on there. Yeah. People don't hate that movie, and that's what's uh, upsetting about it is how bad it did at the box office. It, apparently, Mission Impossible bombed. Well, I, I was like, what the fuck? I mean, the movies just aren't the movies anymore, and it's not because of, like, 2023 COVID. was weird, though. You know, it had Oppenheimer and Barbie being the two biggest movies of the year. Yeah, that was... It shouldn't have been the case. It should have well, been I think Indiana Avatar, Jones. I think Avatar was big. Avatar was big, too. That was 2023? Yeah, that was earlier on. Yeah, right? it was, yeah. like, what? Maybe it was Christmas year before. Yeah, maybe. But I know... People's big talks are always Oppenheimer and uh, and Barbie. I mean, Oppenheimer was phenomenal. It made my fantastic list. Barbie was decent. Avatar my, was twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Okay, so yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer. I think are the big dogs. Uh, I didn't mention. I uh, one final thing before we wrap up. I did see another movie that's been nominated for a bunch of things, and it's on Amazon Prime. You have Amazon Prime? Uh, I think so, but uh, it's called Saltburn. You ever hear of that? You told me about yeah, that one. It's it's interesting. Uh, the, watch the trailer, people. Uh, there's not the much one, I can say about it. Is that the one about the kid that goes to like the rich people's yeah, party? Yeah, yeah Barry yeah, Coogan. Yeah. My girl wants to see that. Yeah, watch it, dude. It's really good. It, it takes you a lot of twists and turns. And uh, Who wrote it? Didn't somebody... Um, I'm not sure who wrote it. She, I think she just told me the other night. Interesting. I think she was like, oh, did you know that such and such wrote um, Saltburn? 
I can tell you one thing. It should be named Slow Burn <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's definitely slow at times, but it's working to something. And uh, when you finally get to the something, it's really, really uh, cool. And it's one of those, also one of those movies that you can rewatch once you know what's going on and rewatching it with different eyes. It's the same guy who did Promising Young Woman. Hmm. That, you know, did you remember what I'm that movie is? That's the that Carrie one. Mulligan movie where she pretended she was uh, inebriated at bars so guys could take her home. And oh, then you she, told me about that one. And then she wakes him up and does things to him or just makes him feel bad and shit. Yeah. She's a manipulative fucking crazy woman that <laughs> that, that you kind of are rooting for through the most of the movie, though. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Promising Young Women was an interesting flick, man, to watch. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, same director of it, and uh, it was good. I like Barry Coogan a lot, man. I loved him in that uh, that Irish movie that just came out with Colin Farrell, damn, uh, the, the Banshees of Indesheeran. Oh, yeah. He played like a simpleton in that movie, and you would never know that he was not that guy. He was so good at that guy. Yeah. At, in, um, in the Banshees of Indesheeran. Hell, I hope, He's the new Joker, too. I was going to say, I hope he does well at the new Joker. I don't know if I, they're going to continue with that. They better. I, I hate that. Don't well, start. Don't give us that tease unless you're ready to do it. Because well, he will be incredible. He, he also is one of those actors that we're sleeping on right now that is going to become a really fantastic actor when he's older. He already is fantastic, but he'll, he'll get even better. Yeah, I'm trying to see like who the Joker will be in Batman because you know this one's called Batman Two. Is that what they're calling? Yeah, like, but the, it is the Pattinson. Uh, yeah, that's the one I'm talking. If about. If it is yeah. the Pattinson one, I have no doubt that they'll bring Barry Coogan back. I was just concerned that they weren't going to have Reeves come back and do another Batman. Yeah, I, 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 I like, like that, that Batman. One. Yeah, I like that Batman again. A that, lot. that um that chase scene with Penguin. Fuck, that oh, was a good scene. I love dude. that scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in the whole fucking movie, man. But that stuff with him and the Joker at the end, it was yeah. creepy. Yeah. And you didn't have to see, you were only seeing parts of Barry's face. And there was there was deleted scenes, too, that were yeah. supposed to have like that's more true, of that. That's true, that's true, I forgot about um, that. And those were really good, too. Like, yeah. it, it, I'm, I'm, they don't always cast the right guy for him, man. And it's, I, it's weird. It's, a, it's all depending on what type of Joker do you want. And I hope that I'm wrong. I want scary Joker. Yeah, I hope that I'm wrong. I I don't know that I'm going to be too down to see the next the Joker 2 off Wale or whatever. Oh, that's going to be different. It's, it, I think it'll be unique enough where it'll be fun and it'll be clever and everything, but I don't think that's the average kind of... Yeah. I, I don't even know what to think. I, I, I can't. It's all speculation at this point. We've seen images and no video of it whatsoever. I guess the easiest thing to say is, is right now I'm just not interested in it. I'm yeah. not a musical yeah. guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how much of that's going to play into it. That's why, that's why I'm holding off. I don't think it's going to be as... I don't think it's going to be as straight up what you would consider musical because I think they would turn a lot of people off like you, you know, they know a lot of people don't like musicals. I don't typically like musicals. There are a couple that I do like, but typically I am not a musical guy. Yeah, I mean, I I thought I remembered seeing more power to you if you're a musical guy. There's enough movies out there that keep you fucking busy. Yeah. Yeah, no. But yeah, I'm I'm eager to see it. Is that supposed to come out in 2024 also? I think it is actually. Yeah. Let's see. I'm excited about her playing Harley Quinn. That I'm excited. That would be interesting. About. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see House of Gucci? No. Man, she was so fucking good. Um, it's rated. It's a uh, release uh, October 4th this okay. year. This is gonna be some good movies come out this year. I'm excited about some of them, man. Just to see Beetlejuice, that Joker movie, the Ghostbusters. I mean, there's some good stuff coming out. Uh, yeah, check out How to Gucci, man. It's almost like a Scorsese-esque movie, but it's done by Ridley Scott. Uh, I loved her in that. 
she just played a complete. I loved her accent. I love her just playing a complete bitch in the movie. It's, it's definitely the best thing I've seen uh, Lady Gaga in. Yeah, was that House of Gucci? Adam Driver was great in it too. Yeah, but yeah. So that's. I think that's good for this week. Hell yes. Yeah, three solid or six solid <laughs> flicks that everyone needs to check you out. Sure, you sure you don't have one more to do? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> well, let's recap so we know we got them. Uncharted, <laughs> Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, Hotel Artemis, and you had, uh, what'd you had? The well, Shooter? See, shooter, Annihilation, and Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to watch... I'm going to watch all three of yours. Uh, you should, man. soon. They're for good. sure. Because, like I said, Annihilation, I think I remember more than the other, uh, more than uh, Edge of Tomorrow. So I'll have to watch Edge of Tomorrow first, and then I'll definitely check out Shooter, and then maybe I'll start the other one after that. From now on, on Groundhog Day, we should just watch Groundhog Day, yeah. Happy Death Day, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, and Palm Springs. Yeah, there's it's, so many of them out there. Like, it, it's so weird that it's like, of any other, like, uh, it's its own little genre. Yeah, any other like repeated storyline people would get pissed of, but I think people love that, man. It's like time travel. Yeah, we've seen everything in time travel. Give us more. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm a, Totally Killer was the one I think you were thinking I was talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, that one. That yeah. you need to see, man. Yeah. Because that was funny as fuck. It was super, super funny. Uh, that was one of those ones I didn't know I was going to like until I'm watching it and I catch myself laughing. I was like, all right, this is pretty clever. But like <laughs> you said, it's just a rehash of everything we know. But they point that out. They were like... Uh, Eventually, when she had to tell people what was going on, she's like, have you seen Back to the Future? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Marty McFly. And so they were just calling themselves out. I love when they can mention other movies in that universe and everything. It's really cleverly done. But that's also Amazon Prime, man. We're kind of stuck watching these movies if we have the streaming programs. Like, yeah. I have a couple of them that you don't have. You have a couple I don't have. Dave has a couple that uh, I don't know what he even has. Uh, <laughs> Dave's I, got no one I know has Paramount, though. Dave watches stuff on YouTube. Yeah. That's it. I don't think anyone I know has Paramount uh, Plus. No, and I mean. And I think it's pretty cheap. I think you can get it paired with something for like eight bucks a month or something. Uh, but yeah, I think, that's what I thought. Like but... you, I haven't had a, uh, a free trial yet. So maybe yeah. I'll, uh, I'll wait until shit racks up. The only thing I'd probably watch on there right now that I know of would be South Park. You know, because they've got the new well South movies. Park. They definitely have movies that aren't available, and Oppenheimer being one of them. Uh, yeah. Oh, Mission Impossible being the yeah. other. Yeah. So that's on there too. That Mission Impossible movie is worth the free trial alone for yeah. sure. I've watched it three times, uh, including once in the theater. So that must have been the last movie I saw in the theater then. Oh yeah, I, there I you bet go. it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They better put some good stuff out, and it looks to be like they will have something in twenty twenty four. But for me to actually not wait for it to come out, that's the problem. If they kept them away from us from streaming and on DVD for a year, I would go see everything in the theater. Yeah. Because I can't wait in a year, but yeah. I can wait three months. The, the, the thing is, though, bros, the theater's so goddamn expensive. Yeah. You know, no, I, I think the theater in 10 years will probably be this. I mean, maybe someone will bring it back for nostalgia purposes. By, dude, you've already got TVs the size of your wall. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's true. Go like I you. said, with Killers of the Flower Moon, I broke it up into three parts. I stopped. I went and got some lunch. I came yeah. back. I It doesn't. I don't like it any less breaking it up. Right. You just, and I have to explain that to my girl. My girl's like three hours and 40 minutes. I said, we just watched eight hours of this, uh, of the last of us. Yeah. I said, do you want me to pretend that there's credits here and I'll yeah. stop it for you? I will. Because I'll find That's a good, good. stop. That's a good idea. That's I know. Idea. I mean, it's basically, uh, those series are eight hour movies that the editor just chopped up and stuck credits yeah. in there. I mean, yeah. that's all it is. So people are complaining about, it. I certainly go into the theater. I cannot, I mean, Two and a half hours seems it's like fun. a lot for the theater, but three and a half hours in the theater? Yeah, it's fun. It's a good experience, but like... What if they had an intermission? 
I, I think that they should bring that back, honestly. When's you know? the last time you saw an intermission in theater? I mean, shit, dude. The last time I saw one was either... Wasn't there one for a Tarantino? No, it was like a 15-second one. Tarantino um, did have one what for... What was it? Uh, Schindler's List had one. Schindler's List. But that was when it was on TV. Dancing with Wolves had one. Um, between the two Grindhouse films, they did uh, something. But I'm pretty sure Hateful Eight had one. Really? I'm pretty sure Hateful Eight had an intermission. Okay. Gandhi yeah. had an intermission. I'm just thinking of overall movies. What about The Last I Emperor? I remember that being really long. That but was I was also long. really young. Yeah. It was pretty long, but that was a dry movie I anyway. Mean, so it, to me, if your movie is beyond three hours, yeah. there needs to be a 15-minute break at yeah. one and a half hours or one hour and 47 minutes. And tell minutes, people like, it's coming so they can all go to the bathroom. Because yeah. that's the worst part. And I know they have websites for you that, hey, go at the 48 minutes. But minute. still, yeah. Now, now you've got people lighting up their phones in the theater checking to make sure they're at that 48-hour mark, right. mark. Yeah. Because it, it's a gamble. Uh, yeah. I, I remember... Uh, Leaving for the Batman to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and come back and Catwoman had already like had uh, John Turturro all tied up and everything. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell just happened? I came in, I left and went to the bathroom. And right when I came in was right when he had already just gotten into the Batmobile and started the chase with oh, Penguin. Oh, you got so it just in time. I was so glad that I didn't miss that scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's the scene you don't want to miss. Yeah. All right, well, if you want to get a hold of us, you can definitely contact me and Justin on uh, fa- on Facebook, where Justin's been sharing some really funny memes of, as of late. Uh, <laughs> there are some good ones in there. That uh, Yeah, that obscure friggin' uh, one with Robin Williams and Kurt Russell that most people don't. Oh, I, I love that I one, bet dude. I bet most people don't know. Uh, and shit, now the name's... Best of Times. Best of Times. Yeah. Right, that's what my cousin laughed at, because my cousin's, oh, yeah? my cousin's a huge Best of Times fan. Oh, I love that movie. It, it, you, me, and my cousin enjoyed that. <laughs> and my brother, yeah. <laughs> And your brother? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. We all enjoyed that, because no one knows what Best of Times is. Sure. <laughs> that's an old school poll. Uh, but I appreciate it. <laughs> so yeah, check us out on Facebook. You can see all the cool stuff we're putting up. And uh, you can reach us out, Gmail, at gmail.com, or you could leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, which are SoundCloud and iTunes, and we super appreciate it so i'm hoping that uh, i'll be doing one with we have reason for dave to come to my house so dave <laughs> dave is gonna do the next pod i think uh but me and D- justin will definitely be one we're, we're gonna try to keep it at like every two weeks or something like that and not miss too many weeks in a row because i know we both uh all three of us are like running around like crazy and have limited times off and but we'll make it work we like getting together and talking about movies so that's what we do but until next week See you. Two weeks in a row. All right, now verify your memberships, and we're off to the races.